you're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimaki Bay of the household of David. Be blessed. If you believe there is none like him, can you shout? Let's read together James chapter 5, verse 16. Before we take our seat, let's read James 5, 16 together. Hallelujah. Now, this is one of the days where I will say, when the first service ended and I went back to the office, I started sensing in my spirit, I should not say more second service, but I should ask us to, please, I'm, I'm appealing to everybody, second service, so, as soon as this service ends, get the first service message. I sensing that a lot was said that people should listen to again. So, everybody for second service, just listen. I won't do this every Sunday because I'm finding it difficult to go to the next thing except to say we should listen to what I, things that we shared first service. Some very strong things were said. If you are not a consistent person, when it comes to the things of the Spirit, you cannot build God an author. You will not be able to have strong capacity for great things of the Spirit if you are not a consistent person. And one of the things that we emphasize is the fact that praying is not about getting an answer. Praying at times, it's a journey into the realm of the Spirit. Praying enables you to build capacity to be able to host God and cause great things to happen on the face of the earth. In other words, the power of God writes on your prayer to create the ripple effect of it on earth. When your prayer is low, the power it produces is low. So now, the Bible says uh, in James 5, let's start from 16. And we are going to check something. Confess your faults one to another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. If you are at this church, many times I've read to us the um, um, Amplified Bible translation that says that the heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in his working. It is not the prayer per se. It is the method of the prayer. Now the Bible didn't say the prayer of a righteous man. The heartfelt continued prayer. The heartfelt continued prayer. So Moses came down from the mountain. He never asked God for his face to glow. All of a sudden the people that saw him. When you have been to God. At, a, at some certain levels in the place of prayer, there is a ripple effect on something tangible that mortal men can see. When Jesus climbed the Mount of Transfiguration, as he began to pray, Luke 9, Matthew 21. Uh, so Matthew 24, Luke 21, Luke, Luke 9, Matthew 24. As he began to pray, the Bible says his countenance changed. No, it's Matthew 21 or 24. I'm not sure. Anyone, but I know it's Luke 9. His countenance changed. 
And then they saw Moses and Elijah talking with him. Jesus produced a dimension of power and prayer that did not only open his own spiritual eyes, it opened the eyes of Peter. That was the first time they were seeing vision in their life. They did not see it under the strength of their prayer. They saw it by the strength of the prayer of Jesus Christ. There are networks that you can, like I said, for service, you can only get SMS message with those networks. But there is a there are some service providers. So there is a type of service provider you are using. You cannot watch video. The data is low. It does not have capacity for video. You can exchange WhatsApp messages, but it cannot give you video. There are some that you can watch video on, but you cannot live stream on. Spiritual things are like that. And the highest of it, so the purpose of prayer is not to go in and ask God for money. Go in and ask God for husband. Prayer builds intimacy with God. That intimacy does something to your capacity. So what is needed in these last days are spiritual men who have authority over natural things. And it is not a day's journey. Oh, I towards the end of first, that's why I said you should listen to the message. I began to challenge believers who start something and they stop. They start something and they stop. So I gave the testimony of Dr. F. Obuke. And there are many people at the revival of Holy Ghost baptism in London. Started with a woman who started praying. This body to pray. And we might check a bit of that today. The body was just there to pray. She would just keep praying. And after some years, there was a day she was cooking and the Holy Ghost came down. The Bible says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, what people do is to give up before the full emergence of the day of Pentecost. Now, there is gradual build up of Pentecost. When you begin to feel like praying and you start praying, never stop until you eat something. About two years ago, when we first moved there, I used to walk around this compound praying. And I saw some brethren started driving in more of leaders. They were driving on sound. They parked their car here and pray for about one hour, 30 and they go home. And after six weeks, they stopped. No, never stop until your hand touches something tangible. Some of you are listening to me now. You just began to pray 12 minutes to 12, 30 and after six weeks, you stop. After one month, you stop. After three months, you stop. What have you received that made you to stop? You know, they did not know how many days they were to wait for Pentecost for. But one day in the upper room as they were praying, the Holy Ghost came down. There will be a day that you pull something down. And when you do, your life will never remain the same again. The Bible says, go back to that James. Is somebody with me this morning? Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, verse 17 says, Elijah. Give us an example of what he's talking about. Seventeen. Elijah was a man subject to life passions. You see, it is natural to want to give up, to want to stop after a while. So the Bible says, Elijah that you are reading about was like you and I also. He too could have just stopped. But then the Bible was talking about something about Elijah. So a little lesson. Let's peep a little into Elijah's life to understand what the Bible is trying to use Elijah to illustrate to us. First King chapter 18. I also ask you to sit down. Stand with me for a while. First King gave theme. Hallelujah. 
Let's start from around that verse 43. First thing 18, 43. And he said, let's start from 41. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Elijah said to him, get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Mm. Next verse. So Ahab went up to drink. Now Elijah told him to go and drink, but he himself went to the top of Mount Carmel and he cast himself upon the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and he looked and he said, there is nothing. And he said, go up seven times. Next verse. It came to pass at the seventh time that he said, behold, there arises a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, go say to her, prepare the chariot, get down, that the rain stop the knots. Elijah stayed there in that position and kept telling the servant that you go and check. The most important thing to God. Ah. He knocked God into it that he got into something that he entered the spirit realm and he never returned again. I said for service, the most important thing to God is not the answer he gives you in prayer, it's the intimacy that he shares with you. God needs nothing. The only thing God is obsessed about is something, a fellowship between him and man. He created Adam, he put him on that, but every evening he will come down to come and check them. Something in the heart of father yearns for a man so at times, if you even if you pour concrete somewhere and you don't when it is not yet dry, you can put your finger in it, you can put something in it. When it dries, when it dries up, it becomes something that cannot be penetrated. It takes time to build a giant server in the spirits. Some people are concerned about I want this from God. God is concerned about what is building in you. That will cause you to walk in power for the rest of your life. Hallelujah. Otherwise, God is not deaf. Prayer should be as simple as, Lord, I need a job. Thank you. Did he hear me when I said it? Why would I need to whine God for three hours to remember that I said I needed a job? It's not deaf. That shows you that it's more than what you have said to God. A time spent with God does something to your spirit man. When it gets saturated enough, it does something to your natural body. Can I hear amen? Is somebody with me? As Moses was coming down, he just saw people doing like this. Uh -uh. He didn't know. As a result of much time in God's presence, his face started glowing. Much time in God's presence. So Jesus much time on the Mount of Transformation just became white. Much time in God's presence does something to you intellectually, physically, and spiritually. The first thing it does, which I explained for service, is to strengthen the anointing that is within. Those who spend more time in His presence, that's the meaning of they that wait upon Lord. They are never tired. There are things life will throw at you to make you. That's why you you never hear a spiritual man say, "I'm discouraged." That I don't know what is going on. The life is just somehow. As soon as discouragement wants to set you, once they drink from that realm again, 
and you i i stop here for service jacob saw a ladder reaching heaven and under there is always a ladder between the realm of the spirit and physical realm there's always a bridge guess what you are the bridge between the natural and the supernatural you live in the natural realm but you have the ability to live in the spirit realm also hallelujah when much time is spent in prayer much of the currency you'll be spending will be coming from that realm and you'll be bringing it to this realm that means there are some realities that your hand will touch over there and you bring down here and mortal men can see it how many people thank you how many people can how many people are hearing what i'm saying this morning how many people are hearing what i'm saying this morning those who understand what i have said now requests will not be problem they are the ones that can say one sentence about this time tomorrow four million will hit this account it will happen they don't only say it to themselves they have ability to say it to other people why they have received something so the signal is so strong the server is so powerful that you can supply 100 people when god begins to detain you in the place of prayer this one don't and once will terminate it once you start to start all over again the story of Dr. Ifebu that I mentioned, and I can tell you personal stories, a lot of stories. He was a medical student. And then he said, he just decided every night in his father's house to switch off the light and sit down on the bed and to pray in tongues for two hours every night. And it appeared for, that's what our God will do. Several days will look as if nothing is happening. You are building something. That's what the Bible said, that building on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. The most important part of prayer, you are building something into yourself. You are building some. Don't stop until the building is commissioned. <laughs> Once so the maid will come and knock down that doctor, your foolish and you tell that go away. I'm praying. So one night as he was praying, the, somebody opened the door and he thought it was the maid. He was ready to raise for I told that somebody said when I'm praying. And this time around, it was a being from the throne of grace. And he said, I am just coming from the presence of the Father. And he said, I should give you. And those gifts were fired into his spirit. This woman began to pray. And one day, this Holy Ghost came down in her kitchen. <laughs> and then she went for church service, just for prayer meeting. They were singing all the blood of Jesus so casually. And she told the man, she said, why are you singing the song of my Savior like this? Before she finished talking, everybody fell under the power of God. And they began to pray. That was how Holy Ghost entered London. And the power, as in the baptism of Holy Ghost, spread a woman. What the Lord has been trying to build through some of you, my supply nations, but you are so much, that's why, see, you, Lord, I, before, 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 before December, I must marry. If I don't marry, I will sack you. Bele. You're threatening God. I'm, I will, I will backslide. Backslide. <laughs> so you think, when you threaten God, you will not be afraid. Ah! Michael, did you hear that? She's going to backslide. Ah, we are, we are in trouble. Hallelujah. So you can't harass God. I am saying that this is a higher way. Did someone hear what I've just said now? Something happens to you, and I'm talking about walking in power, part two. But we'll go, something happens to you the moment you make a conscious effort to just start praying. Not particularly for anything, but for your personal edification. Why do people fall into sin? 
the anointing within is weak. We spoke at length about that first time, and I don't want to go into that again. That is why it's weak. What do people find difficult to forgive? The moment, the more you visit that place of encounter, the more you return a strange being, the more it is easy for you to practice spirit things and then less of carnal things. So they will think you cannot let go of that thing, but you let go cheaply because you are viewing life from another perspective. Ah, when he not God there, God said, give me that man. Jude talks about, the Bible didn't tell us in Genesis what Enoch said. What made God to capture Enoch? The heart? He said, who is saying, God just shouted from the throne. Who said that thing? That man is too heavy for this realm. Bring him here. Jude said that Enoch said, the Lord coming with 10,000 of his saints. Enoch was the first man to see Jesus appear. Jesus had never come to the Old Testament. Enoch stood one day and he saw rapture happen. He saw second coming of Christ. And he told the men on the side, he said, I see the Lord come with 10,000. Now he used 10,000 because that was the largest figure they could use then. Coming with saints from heaven. And he said, what are you talking about? Who is Lord? Who is God? Who is Lord? He said, you don't understand. God said, give me that man. His time is up on that realm. He is too, he is too much here. <laughs> the, the Lord can see, hey, what we are talking about, all your family members will partake of it. Because this signal is so strong. Like when you go to some hotels, like I, I said for service, you put on the thing, they have internet. Their internet is inter, no net there. You know, you, every minute, you are reconnecting. It's going up, reconnecting. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But when I'm abroad, most times abroad, surely some, some nice ones in America, then the UK also, you have not pressed play on the video. It's playing, it's auto, it's playing by itself. Autoplay. Every now and then. You just open Facebook like this. Every video is playing by itself. Because the signal is so strong. So strong. Some he plays in some places here, it will play a little and cease. You can't even do live streaming with those ones. What is the Lord building? Ah. It's more than Lord changed my husband. When you hit that rim, a word from you will fix the man. <laughs> some years but I don't want to mention his name ESC arrested uh, no not ESC in particular the realm of Abacha arrested this uh, one of uh, this pastor is somebody you all know and you see they took him and he sat down before them and by level he said what have I done why am I here they didn't answer him and it was a woman that was in charge and by level they wanted to leave the woman said I'm going home and he told the woman if you get home God has not called me you want to leave me and go home he said, if you get, the woman picked her phone and called her bacha. That this is not so we can, they have to let him go that night. He said, you and your boss, if you get home and you sleep, God has not called me. He said, so go. She got to her car and stood. They that know their God. Jason Duplantis said, when he was a bad boy, the mother called the hotel where they were doing concerts. And said, Jesse, you leave that place in five minutes or I'll turn the place upside down from my room. He was a chronic. He told his friends. And one of them used to know the mom. He said that if your mom said that, let's be going home. Because this place will scatter because of what? Because there was a time he went like that and the mom spoke a word. The whole place capsized and people... So, 
That's why it was somewhere also that the, the disco party everywhere caught fire. And the mom told me five minutes before, if you don't get out of that place, I will cause fire in that place. <laughs> so when the mom said, leave that place, told the friend, we better go. <laughs> so that we don't put these people in trouble. It was a number, but he recognized the fact that this one, the hand of God, you are the bridge between the natural and this is your realm. You move here today, you move here today. You are eating amala. You are eating ogbono soup. Yet to drop the plate and say what? Are you with me? Oh God. In I said first time, you notice all through the conference, mercy conference, so morning and evening. No rain. One day it rained a little. But before we could start anything, it disappeared by itself. When we're preparing for the meeting, and I said we'll put chairs outside, one of the leaders said that we need canopy also because it will rain. So that we just raise our hand. They said, no, it will not rain. Because of that, we did not get a single canopy. It was not that she went to pray, Lord, 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 and then, no. You should be praying always. So that this realm is accessible to you always. Somebody say amen. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. If you are a man and you are like this, oh, your life is beautiful. If you are a woman and you are like this, looking forward to marry will not be your problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? One of the things all of us here need to repent of. What have you started that you stop in between? The guy that wrote Jake's, Jake's Bible, he did not know the reason why there was just this insatiable hunger for studying the Bible and studying and studying and studying. Years later, nobody has been able to beat Dick's Bible when he wrote it. The Spirit is calling you. It's at the finishing line. He said, Charles, come. You pray day one, day two, week one, month one. Even after year one, nothing is happening. He's saying, come. Come. There is a reason why I'm detaining you in the place of prayer. There is a reason. You can pray like that for one hour every day and for two years, nothing might seem to be happening. When your building is completed <laughs> and everyone shows you what you have used your spirit man to build and it lands on you. It might be some people are listening to me. All your prayers is towards a mission. Maybe in China. Towards something in UK. Towards something in America. But that thing will affect millions. It's not only for spiritual things. You might be praying. Because there is an invention that is coming from you. That will touch human lives. Physically and bless people. And your generation will never remain the same again. That is why God is saying that Tari. Because the price to pay is to be consistent. That's why Ephesians 6, you can see that I'm sorry for keeping you that long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6. The Bible talks about praying with all types of prayers. That verse 16 also, or supplication in the spirit. Show me that verse that says, pray with all types of prayer. That shows there are different types of prayer. And I'm going to end with this. Praying always with all prayer. So, prayer 
of request. It's just one prayer. There are many other types of prayer. There is one I want to touch on briefly that relates to what we are saying. This is a dimension that many people have not. Have you prayed to a point where you don't know what to say again? Where you can begin to cry. Paul described this in Romans chapter 8. And he said that we know not how to pray. Ah. I heard Pastor Bodhi say, Lester Sommer has said that he moved his ministry three times to next level by this kind of prayer. To a carnal man, it's a senseless realm. <laughs> Romans chapter 8. Let's start from verse 26. Or let's start from 22. Romans 8, 22. For we, all, we know that the old creation groaneth and traveleth in pain until now. You know when a woman wants to give birth to something. Verse 23. 23, please. Not only they, but ourselves also, which are the first fruit of spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves. What is the meaning of this? We groan. This is Paul talking. He said the old world is traveling about to give. I said, but not the old world. Even we, who are the first fruit of the spirit. He said, we groan in ourselves. Waiting for the adoption. So wait the redemption of our body. Verse 24. For we are saved by hope. 26. Go to 26. Then he said, we likewise the spirit help in our infirmity. For we know not what we should pray as we ought. But the spirit maketh intercession for us. How? With groanings which cannot be uttered. So there ah, this is one means prayer of request shallow. Father, there is a kind of prayer where you are detained on your knees and you don't know what to say. Lips shaking, body shaking, body trembling, your mouth is hot and you are there. Now we just read about Elijah. When he said, go and check, and the guy said nothing, he put his head on the ground. And the Bible says he put his head between his knees and groaning started. This is the kind of prayer that creates an immediate shift. And sometimes when God is about to shift your life, maybe hundred times ahead, he puts his body on you to just start praying and you don't know what you are praying for. So Paul said that we know not. He said the spirit helps us with groanings that cannot be uttered. Groanings that cannot be uttered. Some things will respond to requests. Some will only respond to groaning. No wonder, and I think I should end with this. When Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus, and they said, he has been dead for about four days now. The last thing he did was to groan in his spirits. Even Jesus wept. What made him to weep? When people have attempted to answer him, said that he just felt sorry for them, whatever. But for the first time, the Son of God wept. But then he did something. Bible says he groaned in the spirit. And he said Lazarus comfort. Before he brought life to a dead body for four days. He groaned. Sometimes the Holy Spirit looks at your family. And looks at everything going on around you. And he says that it's time to create a demarcation. That you are so changed. You are not only changed. You are moved to a level where others who are connected to you are moved with you. For the fact that they identify with you. Your Grace automatically rubs on them. This kind of thing, some they come in the place of groaning. 
mighty revivals on the face of the earth, they came from people who groan on their knees. What is groaning? And how exactly is this done? I won't go into it today. But I can almost say that it will start by praying in tongues. It gets deeper. Exactly what Elijah experienced. What will happen is that you are batting something. When you are true, it's as if the body lifts off you. You know that you have just created something spiritually. In few days, you will see the physical manifestation. Somebody might have been praying for a loved one who has, for a long time, every time you are praying, a time comes, it becomes a matter of groaning. That day you are going to have the victory. But when you are true with the groaning, the body lit. That day you have battered a new member of that family. By the next time you are going to see that person, things will never be the same. These are power dimensions in Christianity that many people are yet to tap with. Because too many people are at the level of, Lord, I thank you, I ask you, guide me as I go out, and then you dash out. Can I tell you something? Sometimes prayer is just starting after one hour. Somehow, it looks like when you cross that one hour, if you wait there, some signals will now start coming. Remember what I said first time. I, I said you should listen to it. The number. This is why when I see people who get offended, uh, get angry because somebody offended them in church, in saw churches and see all those things, you are, you will never find deep collectors. You won't find deep people doing all that. What will somebody do to me? If the most powerful man of God or not offends me today, they cannot offend the Jesus that is in me. What can man do to me that will make me change and start saying things? Shallow people everywhere. They have not been to the waters of the spirits. So they become shallow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you? Is somebody with me? You know, rain has kept so many poor at home. And I understand some where they live, it might be difficult to come out when it's raining like this. But what I am sharing with you this morning is so deep. There is something that is called practicing the presence of God. Take prayer as a visit to the throne of grace. And sit down with the Father. Don't rush him. What I want and dash out. He can begin to construct something in you. Like Moses. Every time, the more you visit, the more you come back, the more something is added into your life. That was not there before you went there. Now you are back. Something is added to you. That's how they cannot understand why you cannot born in anger anymore. Why when people now correct you, don't get angry for being corrected. And I've seen that in a lot of people. That's why you don't feel ashamed saying the truth no matter what. That's why fear begins to die out of your life. All of a sudden you can't understand why you are not afraid of anything again. You are not afraid of anything again. That is why there's nothing that comes into your hand that becomes your Lord again. Nothing. You have been to that realm many times. You have inculcated their attitude. Now you see beyond what goes on here. Now you don't see all pussies said as somebody to take advantage of again. You are drinking from another source. And the more you visit, the more this happens to you. 
Let me go close with you. I told them for service. The Lord prefers to lead you through your inner man than visions and dreams. If I call the names of some eminent prophets now who had lived in the time past, who married the wrong woman and died prematurely, they could see things but they never saw. Because primarily, inner man picking something is more powerful than any vision or revelation. You want to pay for that house, the peace is like, everybody tells you it's good, but you just says, keep your money and stay back. So when you disobey God once and you pay their price for it, I learned from the first house we rented when we got married, never Whatever does not have the sign of favor on, I am not involved. This car is this amount you pay. Somebody is coming to you. If you don't pay today, somebody will buy it tomorrow. I will tell you that. Please sell it to that somebody. As he told an agent recently, because I'm, I mean, I'm supposed to, my rent expires maybe next and I want to move to another place within, still within the same way I live. So that's the reason of me paying rent here. Let me just look for another place and move. So and then because of course more people stay with me and then for some reasons, I feel like my son is sharing room with ladies and I think it's about time to have... So I'm sorry about that. And the one lady took me to one place and they called the following day and they said, ah, uh, some, I need to know your stand now. So I'm like, I said, please give it to those some other people. <laughs> I said, you can't... That cannot happen to me again. Whatever does not have this, I will never be desperate about anything. Because that is how you play to the hands of the, Satan. We got that out somewhere in Lagos. I don't want to mention an estate in Lagos when we got married. I was staying outside the estates. That one was a ghetto area. Outside the estate. The estate was just side by side with that place. I just whistled and took a row, two weeks to my wedding. Took a walk, a walk. And I saw a house. They didn't put to leg, but I saw one agent came was showing people. So I said, can I see it? I said, are they renting three bedroom flights? I said, yes. I said, okay. So, well, some mother, some people gave me money. Two weeks to my wedding. Well, we bought drinks and I still had a little more money. So I said, okay. Where I'm staying, several guys are staying with me. It's a very ghetto. I don't want to bring a wife into this place. I said, so let's get another place now. And then I saw the woman. And they told me two years, nothing, two years, agency, everything. Out the fast through, this is it. So I told them, no problem. I think the total package was about 1.250 or so for two, maybe 500 per annum. So I shut down. So I told the woman, I had 1.1. Remaining just hundred. I said, ma, take this check. This is how much I have now. I am not moving in until the next three weeks. Don't give me the key. Don't give me anything. I said, if I don't come back to pay the balance, give the house to somebody else and don't give me my money back. I said, I can sign. I said, I'm too sure that I have uncles and friends. And one of them will give me hundred K on my way. I can drop 1.1 and lack hundred for three weeks. Even if to call a few friends, they will give me hundred. I said, so, but let me just pay. She told me that, no, you don't bring the bala. I gave this woman my wedding IV. Now, mommy, I'm getting married in two weeks' time. I don't need the house now. Just take hold it, hold the key. I am coming to pay before I move in. She said, no. You pay now. Went on and on and on. As soon as I left her house, I got to my house. My friend was already waiting for me in the house. He was trading in for something close to forex, but there was no forex there. Whatever I was so he just gave me an equivalent of it in dollars. So I changed to Naira and I paid the woman. I made, I lost my peace, but I made a mistake. I was looking at the pressure of wedding is coming. Where are we going to move to after the wedding? And I told Baba here that I'll be moving out of here. So I was looking at 
It's a mistake I will never. God knows that you need a place. He will not forsake you. We must begin to learn to trust in the fact that he is our father and he takes responsibility for us. They, some of them were in my house that night. I didn't have any furniture, so we just had TV that they gave me. Nothing. So we were praying in the night. Leaders came, about seven leaders came to pray. Just died to do a night of prayer. So around two we finish. So some of them were lying down the rug. Just <laughs> So I went to the room. And they just came to knock. It was raining like this. They said, Pastor, water everywhere. At the city room. When I came down from the bed, I just landed inside water. Bye. I said, oh, really? And the woman, she was staying upstairs. The landlady, she came down. Oh my God. You know, she knew I was Pastor Jesus Christ. I've never seen this before. What is going on here? Water everywhere. So we, we threw away all the extension boxes. Because of that, we stopped using rock. We had to time. We threw away all the rocks and everything. So, honestly speaking, my wife just said, this woman is lying. But me, it's always very easy for me to believe. She came down at 3 30 a.m. She sat with us in the kitchen. She started quoting scripture. And so I just believed that. So, <laughs> about three weeks after that, I was going out and a woman was saying, she was selling just a kiosk opposite us. Just say, excuse me, sir. My daughter is at the hospital. We need money. All I had left for me, I don't want to say heaven and I, because my bank is rich in heaven. On the earth that I was starting key. So she in there 11. So I gave her 11,000. I just said, God will take care of me. So when I was coming down to she called me, said, come. I know you just got married. And I know that you gave me this money out of your. So can I ask you, another woman, I said, can I ask you a question? I said, do you stay up or down inside that company? I said, I stay down. So I said, didn't they I tell you before you took the house? That the former woman that was there, water destroyed all her properties. I said, really? I said, no problem. Then a week after, somebody came to help me change tire. He wanted to collect 200, but I had 500. So I gave 500. And he said, no child. I said, don't worry, take the money away. So I, he just wanted to go. Then he turned back. He said, sorry, sir. Do you stay up or down? I said, down. Ah! <laughs> he said, she was suffering. He said, the woman that was there that used to help her change tire. That, I said, okay. And the next door to us, Mr. Emeka Joseph also was our neighbor. He was a very gentleman. So he, he just called me, said his brother came from Anambra, and the brother is a building engineer. And the brother looked at the floor, and the brother told them that this house, water will be entering this place. That from my experience, I can see. So I said, what do we do? You know, I stayed there for two years. We managed. Every time it rained, it was a serious. But I, Mr. Baker said, Pastor, I don't know of you. Me, I'm leaving. He said, Mama, calculate how many months I have spent. He now told me, say, Pastor, when I want to take this house, I beg this woman for one year. I beg for one and a half. She said, two years. He said, so me too, I'm going to take a stand. He said, so we spent three, three months. He said, Ma, out of 24 months, remove three. He said, the whole money I gave you, divide it into 24. Remove three months and give me my balance. Otherwise, we hear from my lawyer. So, Mama came to call me. Not only that we had talked, that I should come and talk to Mr. Mika. I said, tell him what. That even me, I want to go. It's just that. <laughs> I said to my, I, that was the, I, I vowed. It, it just, sometimes, it's just the way people do things. 
and only for us to be leaving after two years. And I, after packing out, I came back to ask for the fundable deposit and to give her the key. He said, hey, your deposit, the fundable deposit. He said, I'll go and check the house. If you did not spoil anything there, then I will give you. You know, I'm a very gentleman. I left. So I called my wife. She was like, she said that. So she called mama. Said, do you want us to give you a breakdown of how many things your water destroyed in our house? Amma, you saw it with your eyes. Then she said, I should come back. And the money was already with her on the table. So she had just never wanted. After that water, the next thing I saw was there were, there were sparks in the house. And she, I called her. She called the electrician. The man came and said, ah, they made a mistake that they buried the wire in the wrong place. And the man finished the job and went to and said, I corrected it to 15K. He said, go and collect the money from them. That was a week after we moved in. The, the man is a Muslim. He got to our door. And for one night, he could not enter. I just stood there. So I just opened it. I said, what is all? He said, ah, he said, I don't know if you can be this weekend. Mama told me to bury the wire that way. You guys just came in last week. We made the mistake. I told my man, she said, come and collect the money. The man said, sir, I'm a Muslim, but let me tell you this, sir. 9K for work, for material. 4K for workmanship. Only give me money for material. Please leave work. But I said, my conscience cannot collect money from you. I said, because we did this. And I said to myself, and this people was like, I was trying to protect you from someone like this. But you were too desperate. Never, never. Pastor Kisley told us something, I'll say this, but if somebody wants to rush you into marriage, never. Oh, I'm coming from Nigeria. I just need to. Somebody said, I, I, I need to come to Nigeria. When I come in two weeks, we get married and then we go back. Sister, brother, no. Is somebody blessed today? And by the way, a little away from prayer, let me speak to singles. I did that for service. I was driving Captain D to go and preach somewhere yesterday and he said this. And I told Reverend Sam, I said the same thing. The Bible said that if you observe the cloud, you will not plant. If you observe the wind, you will not plant. If you observe the cloud, you will not have Ecclesiastes 11.3. All of you singles here, you look at married people as husband and wife walking to church with their children. You admire them. You are creating a standard of that kind of man for yourself, that kind of woman. That kind of man does not exist in the realm of singles. You don't meet a complete person. You complete the person. Are you hearing me? There are guys listening to me in this church. Some of you have confronted you on one-on-one. -on -one. You have a good job. You have a good apartment. For you to marry, you know, no one marry. Every girl you disqualify. They are not fine enough. They are not touch enough. Well, eh? One day, you know, I've, I've tried to ask that when exactly are some guys going to make up their mind? You don't know. I've, some of you will notice what I've just said now. You have so much love and respect for married women. I'm not talking about in the wrong way. You like their appearance. You like everything about them. So Captain D said, he told the lady in this show that if you saw me before I was married, you wouldn't marry me. So the same ladies, all, all you ladies also, you look at a guy. I don't know who you are waiting for. Only that the guy you are waiting for does not live in Nigeria. He does not live in this world. Maybe in another realm. No matter who, you try to you find one reason or the other to say no to this, no to that, no to this. And for some guys, there is no woman that satisfies your heart. What kind of heart is your heart? Once you meet this one, after a while you disqualify her. You, you meet this one, look. The only thing that goes up and does not come down is age. Love, gravity has no power over age. It goes up, it never comes down.
And what will happen is that the older you go, the slimmer your chances are becoming. After a while, out of everybody putting pressure on you, you will only marry what is available. The options are many now. Alright? When you marry the right person, five years after that, all of the two of you look finer, richer, and better. It is true. And when singles people see you, when singles see you that time, they think you've always been like that. We're having a meeting when Adam Larry told someone that you should have seen who I was before now. Not that they were doing something wrong. Almost every guy in this church, their wealth multiplied when they got married. I don't want to put anybody on the spot. I can call 10 guys out now and let them tell you their story. How none of them had no car before they got married and all of them have jeeps and SUV. All of them, every single one. A good number of them leaders, even non-leaders. I can tell you. So if you are waiting, if you look at me more than that, I will say the truth. Because it includes you. All this playing keyboard all these days. <laughs> Let's rise up. <laughs> Every time when I think about... She's the only one I can say because she will always forgive me. Every time I think about this Ola, she's finer. Better in every sense. Ever since she married Joshua. And the same thing, big Josh. Am I right? He is just rising in place of his work every now and then. It's because he's living with her. There was a time, this other two was a single girl in this church and nobody asked her out. I am saying that the people you're overlooking, why don't you look beyond, look at how beautiful their spirits are. And there are many beautiful sisters here. Honestly speaking, it me, you know, I'm married. But I sit down in my office and I just, when I, I just, some ladies talk to me. I'm like, how come all these guys have not, should we pray that God should open their eyes of understanding? What is wrong with some guys? I have met so many beautiful ladies in this church with good character and sound job. And you wonder, what are the guys waiting for? And I've seen some guys also. Awesome. Nice. Take it time to build up yourself spiritually, physically. Only that this is the only thing lacking. What are you waiting for? You want angel to bring a wife from heaven for you? They don't have wives there. Strike a key. <laughs> oh, I said play a key. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, what I, what I don't understand is how you will be conducting music for this number of beautiful ladies and the Lord has never ministered to you. Ministered any one of them to you. You know, my prayer for you is a very deep ancient prayer. That may you not stand beside the well and be dying of thirst. It's a serious matter, right? Or better still, stand beside the river 
and be saying I'm thirsty. Sometimes you need to tell yourself, we go go and bring someone else for you. I'm not saying you should be under pressure and want to desperately, but I'm also saying you should not be too careful and start everybody, everybody, everybody. Some singles, even when they come for singles, you will not come. Don't worry. One day, Michael will bring your wife from heaven. They gather together, your singles, you are not there. Anything you don't want to go, you just be that one day, an angel will just appear in your room and say that her name is Sarah. You shall meet her at the back of seven mountain on the first day of, and then that's what you are waiting for. Some are waiting for an audible voice. No voice will come to you. Most of us didn't hear any audible. We just knew in our hearts, this is the right person. That's all. Was the person perfect then? No. But then, willingness to learn and to grow together, that's what matters. Is the person born again? Yes. Spirit filled? Yes. And they love Jesus? Yes. And then your purpose the same. You think alike. And then you are, then leave other things. How many things do you want to, how many T's do you want to cross? How many I's do you want to dance? I hope this will provoke one guy today to make up his mind. The ladies that are around you today, dancing around you, they won't be there forever. I know the one funny thing. You can look back one day and desire those days again and they will never come back. I remember when you and there were people that guys were asking them and they turned in their fellowship, everybody. Years have come and gone. Many of, some of them are not mine and it's paining them now because they can't find people better than the people they rejected that time. And those guys are married now, doing well. Like that. If you look at me more than that, I will still tell you the truth. As I'm single, people looking at me, it doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you. We give you praise. Thank you for your word. Before we close, two things I told them on Wednesday. As I was worshiping and praying, the Lord said to me, the operation of the spirit in your midst has risen to another level. That is in this church. How many of you have noticed that? He just said it to us again on Wednesday. Some of the testimonies I heard today, well, I was, I thank God for great things, but because the spirit of God has sent them. So he said, tell your people, let them come to church with expectation. For I demand an expectation for my power to manifest. So I'm saying to everybody, the days of coming to church casually, they are over. The person that shared that testimony, going to throw away all his whiskey and everything after serving, just last week or two weeks ago, and then healed of Tyro, that stuff that I mentioned, who had vowed not to go to church again. The wife dragged him, so she, and that same day, had an encounter with God, and he went to throw away. I am telling you, who are the unbelievers you are living at home? As a matter of fact, I told them something for serving. Next 10 Sundays, it's called Come and See. That is the next 10 Sundays. And what are we doing? Every one of us, we are inviting someone who has never been to this church every Sunday. This is a word from God. Anybody who participates in 10 Sundays of wonder, come and see. That means every Sunday in those 10 Sundays, you invite someone to church who has never been to church before. If after 10 weeks, nothing happens to you, don't take my word seriously again. I'm telling you. I do know when the spirit mentions a direction, those who follow, there is a blessing for them. I don't know what the blessing for individuals will be, but I do know God is up to something. You see, one of the things he showed me after Mexico, Mexico was watched by so many, but we saw the breakdown. A week after Mexico, it had been what, over 730,000 people. 730, almost a million. People started sending me messages. Somebody sent me a book. I've never seen this job. Where have you been? 
We drove from Lekki. What kind of church and everything? And the Lord started telling me, I am not called you to be a light hidden in one corner. Take what you do out. I told you, now this morning, I watched a part of our broadcast on TV, one hour on DSTV. We did not pay one nada for it. The Lord said, I am doing it because I'm exposing what I'm doing here. But tell your people to get involved. What is happening right now, this season, this church is right now, is that God wants to give us exposure in the world. I was sure Pastor Boy said I was watching this before he even came also here. Have the number of calls I've received. If you know how many people even gave to church from abroad. I am telling everybody, this is a new day. Now, if that is what the Lord is saying, join the Holy Spirit to pay attention to us. So, part of our coming to church with experience every Sunday is that we never come to church. After the 10 Sundays, I don't know what will happen, but the 10 Sundays, don't come to church alone for it and don't miss any of the Sundays. Please, then nobody should stay behind. You will see a lot. I'll be preaching like this and miracles will be happening and things will be happening because it is the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Are you ready? One of the signs some of you will notice are some friends who are told they will never go to church again. You just talk to them and you find them saying, that, okay, I'll come. And you are going to see a lot of, the testimony the guy gave, we are going to see a lot of testimonies like that. And when they step in, something will happen to them. See, the Holy Ghost is very powerful. Somebody got man this church when we are big treats. His friend, he used to be one of them, you know, socialites and, you know, they used to club and everything together. And, ah, they said no. That when his reception started, that they will go to reception. So I think he planned to do reception. I don't know whether you say part of inside the church. And then they, no, they went to one hall. All his friends from university said, I know, uh, we don't do church. We don't do church. Our church, no, no, no. That they will sit down inside the entry downstairs. They will now follow him to reception after that. He begged them that it's just come. That my pastor will not preach for more than 20 minutes. Message on wedding day does not pass 20 minutes. He said, but I guarantee you. They managed to come in. I saw them at the back, just staring. After the service, they sent him to me that can we get a copy of that message? All of them. And one or two of them joined the church eventually. All of them. Forget about what people say. When you pray, the Holy Ghost takes control. We don't win people by arguments. If somebody rejects, go to someone else. But this next 10 Sundays, it's called Come and See. Every member of the church participates and watch what God will do. Amen. There are people in offices, people around you. God wants you to reach out to them. And when they come around, there will not be a Sunday that they will, be, they will ever be disappointed. Because this is of the Lord. You know I won't come out here to brag like this, except that the Lord is speaking. I hope you know. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are going to have a lot of marriages that will be restored. Some people will come in here and just go back and go and apologize to their spouses and they will make up back. And it will be credited to your account because we are the one who get the opportunity to hear the word of God and to be in God's presence. Yes. Stories like the lady that was with us. She, one lady who used to be here. She has traveled now, you know. She used to do Aristo. Said so the first time she entered the church, she started back just to her and said, I can never go back to that business again. Without even the word. And she joined workers and she became a changed person. We are going to see stories like that. And God wants to use every one of us, me and you. So all of us have our 10, 10 targets, one per Sunday. May you be the, may all of us do it in Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. 
Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you.